Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, mamas. Um, Today's episode is with the wonderfully talented... Um, multi-talented Rachel McFarlane and we're talking all about something I don't think I think some of us think about but not enough that it should be a topic an important one is gender neutrality with kids I mean I think that um, with the current conversation that's going on and the climate and the support that we want to give our kids from a very young age about their choices and not feeling pressured um, she had some wonderful insight for us and experience, and she wrote a book about it that we can share with our children. So we're very excited for you to hear this episode. Um, and talking about kind of like dressing up. And, it's sh- and sharing. And sharing. What's going on, Jenna? Enter Family Album. There we go. Our new favorite app. So Family Album is amazing. Like I said, it's my new favorite app on my phone. I take pictures. You got if you know me, which I'm sure all of our listeners You're do now, very good at it. Um, I take pictures every second, and um, the only hard thing about these amazing holidays and birthdays and everything that happens is that my in-laws who live in Philadelphia are not here to experience it mm-hmm. live. So um, I make it a point to take these pictures and upload them to this wonderful app, Family Album, where my in-laws, who might not be the most tech-savvy people in the world. They can go on this app. Yes. It is easy, you guys. Please teach your parents, teach your grandparents how to use it. They could go on and look as I upload and kind of like feel like they're a part of the experience. And comment, which we know and Grandma Harriet loves to do. Oh, my gosh. And Family Album does the work for you. It organizes all the special memories with your loved ones into photo and video collages that you can save, share, and and celebrate. Plus, they create one-second highlight video collages every three months, so there's always new videos to watch, look back on, and remember. And Family Album is completely free to use with unlimited photo and video storage, and is ad-free. Ad-free is the best. So you guys, what are you waiting for? Start making memories right now. Download the free Family Album app for iPhone and Android today, or check them out online at www.family-album.com. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Mama Said. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jenna. Hello. Um, all right, let's let's get to it because uh, I had a, a lovely week this week. Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. Are you being sarcastic? No. Oh. I had a great week because... Drum roll, please. Bo's a kindergartner. He started Ooh. school. Um, that's my win. So that's we're right into our win fails. Huge uh, win. I'm so proud of the way he's handled it. I love his school. I love... I mean, look, I'm a week in, but I love the parents, the teachers. They're so considerate. He turned six the second day of school. So fun. And what did they end up doing for him? So it's cute. What they do is that the, um, the birthday boy or girl brings a book mm-hmm. and gifts it to the class 
sits on the birthday chair up front and helps the teacher read it, yeah. and then it's stamped forever in the kindergarten that's library. What, that's what um, Mila School does. Really? Yeah. I love that. You could that. bring a book, or you could buy a book from their section yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So he brought this book that he picked out himself, which I highly suggest you guys pick up. It's called What If Everybody Did That? And it's about, like, what if everybody threw a piece of paper on the street? Or what if everybody uh, – or what if everybody gave a hug? Aww. Like, all, you know, positive like, and, and – Yeah, and negative. Consequences. Ex- exactly. And, um, and then they get to pick a silly name that they're all called for the day. <sighs> so he picked Goalie. <laughs> That's <laughs> Go so figure. Uh, I feel like his first child's name will be Goalie. Probably. Oh, my God. Uh, but then, you know, they have chapel. He goes to an Episcopalian school, so they have chapel every Monday through Thursday. So Jack and I have sat through um, three chapels, wow. which was adorable because every time they finish, like, a hymn or a prayer or anything, Jack goes, yay! <laughs> That's so great. So is it um, – Okay. I, it's I, non-denominational. Non-denominational. Okay. It just talks about God and how to be the best humans we could That's be. So and then great. they also did this really cute thing where they had each grade stand up. Yeah. And the principal, like K through six, and the principal would tell them, like, now that you're a sixth grader, you guys are the big kids here and you set the examples. And mm-hmm. so she told each grade, like, what their responsibilities oh, were as a so school. Cute. And then when she had the kindergartner stand up, all the older kids started screaming and cheering for them. I was crying. Oh, of course you are. Because <laughs> all of the little ones were just beaming and just so yeah. excited. And I just, I just, I feel really proud that that's, and really proud that I can give him this opportunity to go to a school like this. Yeah. Um, Such a gift. Like beyond education. I think they're really trying to raise good little humans. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. Um, but my fail is uh, Bo turned six and I planned nothing for him. Uh, it literally raced right by me where all of a sudden, two days before his birthday, I was like, oh, yeah. I don't have a birthday plan for him. Oops. Shit. Oopsies. Well, there's uh, a lot of stuff going on. Yes. But I, he came home from school and we put in a play playground oh, yeah. in our back, like swings and a little it? – uh, it's so cute. I mean, both of them are on it hours at the end of the day. It's so cute. And there's a little picnic table underneath, oh so they've God. eaten dinner there. Um, Who makes it again? Swing Set Solutions. Amazing. Yeah. You know what was cool was I, I did it 50-50 new stuff and then uh, recycled stuff. That's awesome. Um, We've got to get a li- – I, I needed like – we don't have room for like a big one. I didn't backyard. think we did either because my yard's get- small, but we figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, you should, I got to see. Should, because was, the guy's was, very good about, like, we built it together with the space that we have. Right, right, right. It could obviously have been much so bigger. So you could do a small thing yes. or a yes. thing. I'm sorry, by the way, if you're hearing my stomach growl through the microphone. I'm Did not. you hear that? No, but oh. I have not eaten today, and I'm I'm like hungry. I'm not uh, hangry. I'm yeah, just Yeah, well, clearly I am okay. too. Um, all right. Well, that was my win fails. Um, but I am going to just on Sunday have family over and um, – you know, Celebrate. get some pizza yeah. and get him like a good cake. And all he cares about is like swimming with friends, right? Like, and well, no, he did say to me, I don't really feel celebrated. Oh, but I think he was just being a dick. Like, yeah, you know, I was like, I'm sorry, dude, it's a f-ing Wednesday. Oh, my and you God. got a swing set when you got home from school. What right. else do you want? And Jeez. a scooter and a Lego. Um, anyway, moving and, on. Okay, so it's funny that you mentioned the birthday thing because my win is that I planned Milo's birthday. Good, finally, oh, finally you found a date. Found a date. Here's the funny thing, um, by the way, about the date. So I, you know, I pretty much plan our calendar. I'm in charge of it. I do mm-hmm. a really good job at 
editing a calendar, adding, making sure dates are correct. My husband is not, but you know, he he's busy. He does it. That's not his thing. It's not his shtick. Sure. So like, of course. So I'm planning Milo's birthday party. I'm on our bed. The kids are asleep. I have my computer out. I have paperless post out, of course. And because that's like my favorite thing in the freaking world to do a paperless post. That's like mainly the reason why I like wanted to plan his birthday <laughs> to do an invitation. And, um, and so I'm doing it. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to do it on September, blah, blah, blah. I forgot. And, he, and Neil's like, no, no. I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you have a problem with that date? He's like, I just, I don't know. Like, it's just like two before his birthday. It was a week and a half before his birthday. I'm like, what? I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Like, who, why, why, do you, why do you care? Are you going to be out of town? He's like, no. I just think it's weird to do it like two weeks before his birthday. And we got into an argument. And I was like, this is so bizarre. Like, you've never cared before. But okay, so I did it in October. Isn't it annoying it's when annoying. all of a sudden they care? It's You're annoying. like, uh, stay in your lane, dude. Guess this what? is what I do. Guess what? He goes, I have to go to New York. And he's getting home like the morning of or the night before his birthday party, which is hard for me because I need help to like play on it. Yeah. And, you know, like, do is stuff. it at your house? Yeah. And he goes, can you change the date back to the old one? And I'm like, oh, f- no, f- no i was like we got into a fight about this you made such a big stink about for some reason not doing it two weeks before his birthday i was like i will not i will not no you come home you be there and you help me yeah anyway sorry neil that's my win um fail i i don't know i'm so out of it this week i'm i I posted something on Instagram yesterday. I was so tired. I could not put my children to sleep. I saw that. I was like, We were outside at like 7.20, 7.30. Jack was trying to FaceTime you from his I'm, bath, by the way. Because he oh, goes, baby, baby. I was we like, you want to see a baby? We'll try to call We Jenna. tried to FaceTime you back during oh, that time, oh. but we missed you. I was like, she's definitely putting the kids to bed. And I'm like outside and just <laughs> sitting there. I could not move. I was so tired. Um, I guess my fail this week is like lack of motivation. I'm just, I'm tired and not a bad fail, just like something that will be better next week. And um, I finally got my kids to sleep at like 8, 8.30. Um, but wow. it was a beautiful summer night. It was nice. So, anyway. All right. <laughs> well, there you have it, our weeks. Um, we will be right back with a wonderful guest. And we're going to be talking all about encouraging gender-neutral play and mm-hmm. how to alleviate pressure on our kids when it comes to this, which I think is a really important topic. I think that we're hearing about, but not really understanding how to help instill this mm-hmm. and really like how to adapt this into our lives. So I actually don't. No, I would like some tips. Yeah. Um, so we will be right back. So we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use. Why shouldn't the same be true of our feminine care products, says Jordana and Alexandra, the women who have founded Lola. What is Lola, you ask? It is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Yeah, so the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products. So most of them don't. Uh, Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes, which is so important to Jamie and I. Incredibly important. And Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Their subscription is fully customizable. So you can use your ch- your mix of products, mix of absorbency, mi- number of boxes, frequency of delivery. And their subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel a subscription at any time. Yeah. So it's, like I said, it's founded by women for women. And Lola now offers cleansing wipes that are safe to use anywhere on the body. And biodegradable. Yeah, that's the best. So you guys, for 30% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter mama30 when you subscribe. 
This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. We it should was amazing. Really should record this. <laughs> when you were saying that, I'm like, oh, swing set solutions. Sorry, we're talking about our swing sets with our guests because apparently I might have gotten her old swing set. I think you may have. How cool would that be? We had, because my older daughter is nine and she wanted a trampoline and the little one didn't use the swing set. And so we were like, oh, let's just, it was the most amazing thing because they, they like, buy back your old swing set, which I thought was phenomenal. Yeah. And my husband was like, my God, it was so much. Like, we're kidding. We need to sell it on eBay or whatever. And I'm like, you're nuts. I don't want people coming over to my house and I don't know and coming into our backyard. So they came over, they took the whole thing down and then they they recycle it and they reuse it. And they built it in like, I wish I was getting paid for this ad. They got, I know, they, seriously. They built it in two and a half hours. Let me it's introduce incredible. you guys to this beautiful guest that we're Hi. talking oh, to. Yes, that's Our it, guest it. today is Rachel McFarland. She is an actress, a voiceover actress, a singer, an illustrator, and now an author. Damn. She and her husband, Spencer Ladero. Le- 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 thank it's, you. Mm-hmm. Just wrote and illustrated the book. Eleanor Wyatt, Princess Pirate, a much-needed children's book that hits stands on November 6th. It's an inspirational story that has an empowering message that challenges stereotypes and promotes inclusivity. They have a second book, Harrison Dwight, Ballerina, and Knight, coming out in April. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That tackles the tough but ever-present conversation of shooting down toxic masculinity, masculinity, which is something I definitely want to talk about Mm -hmm. because it's a thing I'm running into with my husband and our boys. Yeah. So we are so excited and inspired to learn and have this conversation with Rachel here today. So please welcome her to the show. Hi, Rachel. Hi, guys. I'm so glad to be here. So happy to have you here. I love talking about I feel my like kids. I love talking swing about my sets books. Or and swing, swing sets. sets. And, I, and we have the same ear, nose, and throat doctor. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, Dr. Zaday. It's such a small little community that we it's live so in. Small. It is. But well, the great thing okay. about this podcast is it goes all over the world. We have people truly all over the world Really. So oh yeah, we do. Hello, people all over Hello, the world. Yeah. Wait, if you are like, uh, what? Uh, we want to know what countries you guys are, and you guys should write on our Facebook where you're from. Yeah, I would like to see totally it. Like you're from New Zealand. Maybe you have a listener in Iceland. Oh, maybe. Wow, and we cool. have we have a bunch in the UK. I saw. Yeah, Australia. and Australia. We're big in Australia. We're apparently. big in Australia. <laughs> We're yes. huge. Huge. <laughs> all right. Enough about us. Um, Rachel, first, can we yes. start with you? Uh, please. Maybe tell us what inspired you to write these books. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, how long is the podcast? Honestly, it's... As long as you want. My... I have two daughters. One is nine. One is four. And my eldest daughter just literally came out one of the most unique humans I've ever met in my entire life. She was just never a typical little girl. Mm-hmm. And um, my husband is also an animation director. And um, when Bella was really little, he was working at Disney. And so we bought every princess dress mm. you can possibly imagine at the Disney store for Bells. And the minute she could talk, she expressed that she didn't want to have anything to do with Interesting. that. And um, I think the first year for Halloween that she, again, could pick her costume. She was a cop and then she was Darth Vader. And she was a stormtrooper. Like, and she loved trucks and construction and, you know, Hot Wheels and superheroes. And then periodically, she would just bounce over to unicorns. And, like, so it was this really interesting Mm -hmm. thing. But for the most part, it wasn't like a tomboy. I hate that phrase, tomboy. Right, right, right. 
That's not how I would describe her. It was just a feeling of just that was what she was interested in. It's what she liked. Yeah. She didn't judge. There was no – she didn't – she didn't no, know anything that wasn't allowed no. for her. Right, yeah. right, right. Totally. And my husband has always said, he's like, she's the best son I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> she, because she, you know, that's that's just always been Belle. So yeah. she started preschool in, I mean, we live in L.A., right? So our preschool super liberal mm-hmm. and super progressive. Mm-hmm. We're so lucky about, we're so lucky. Yes. yes. We I mean, talk about that a lot. I'm like, yeah. don't take that for granted. Yeah. You know, how lucky we are in that regard. Yeah. So um, anyway, there was this little boy that she used to play with all the time. And they would play dress up and he would be the princess and she mm-hmm. would be the prince. And she had some little kids in her class that were like, what, you know, why are you doing that? You're the girl. You should be the princess. He's the boy. He should be the prince. And Bella came home and she's like, I don't understand why they're telling me this. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be the prince. And were you waiting for that question for so long? Like, I mean, she- I don't know. It's funny. Maybe I was just so like, oh, it's LA, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. But uh, it did catch me a little off guard. And I thought, you know, it's like you can play however you want to play. There yeah. are no boy toys or girl toys. It's just toys. Whatever feels good to you is mm-hmm. how you yeah. should play. And that's the same thing for this little boy who likes to dress, wear dresses. Yes. If that feels good to him, then that's fine. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a children's book that talks about this. And so I started doing research, and I couldn't find anything. And wow. there were a lot of girl power books. There's mm-hmm. a ton of girl power books. There were some really great books about um, transgender kids. Yeah. But there wasn't anything tackling just this sort of little area right. of like, you don't have to play within your gender. Right. 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 And so that's when you know, I did that thing that we do where I'm like, well, yeah. I'm going to write it. Yeah. And I had always felt like I kind of had a book in me. It's was like, I think if I sat down, I could write a book. And I happened to be married to this brilliant illustrator. And so I was like, hey, if I write this, will you draw it? And he said, sure. And so we joke about it because it took me like two weeks to write it. And it took him like nine months to illustrate <laughs> it. Wait, did you bring one? Oh, that would have been such a kind, wonderful thing of me to do. Oh, oh my that god, that would have been so thoughtful. Considering no the fact that I literally I didn't have plan my son's birthday party. Forty <laughs> copies, like in oh, our den. Don't god. worry about it. Okay. Oh my god, I sh- I'll send you some. Okay, seriously, okay. or it's... send us a PDF. I just want to see the. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's he just did such an incredible job with it. Oh. And so we had this interesting experience where you know we sent it to our literary agent, who sent it out, and she was like, "Children's literature world." is like at a snail's pace so this is going to take forever the next day we had an offer um, to publish the book and a second one from Macmillan and so they were like this is an area that people obviously want to hear about and so um, they've been amazing and so we've published Eleanor we published Harrison and um, they haven't come out yet they have come out yes yes. oh so both are out and available both are out and available yes maybe I'm going back so so Harrison came out this past April and Eleanor came out last November great so they're both available thank you for clarifying I'm sorry that I didn't oh my god so did you do research for when you were writing these books or was it really just from your own experience with with your gal Bella great but by the way that's the best research is yes. living it. Oh, and, completely. And, and, and learning it. So is there um, like a little bit uh, like preview that you can give um, our listeners yeah. about the book? I mean, it's basically truly about a little girl who is equal parts. Because that's, I mean, when I look at what the kid, the child, the child that Bella has grown into, because she's nine now, she's definitely 
equal parts, truly. Mm -hmm. I mean, she still gravitates towards what are traditionally boy colors, you know? Right, right. She likes blue. She likes black. She likes, you know, she wears her hair shaved on one side and long on the other. Like, she's she's very cool. Yeah. Um, And if we go shoe shopping, she gravitates immediately towards the quote-unquote boy section, right? But her backpack is turquoise with unicorns. And she, like, so it's, she really is. She's so confident. She's confident and artistic and quirky. I mean, the fact that you, quirky, oh my God. the fact that you had all of those princess dresses laid out for her. She's and like, at uh-uh. how old? At what, two? Two and a half? Was like, yeah. Not no, for me. No, She She is, her confidence is, is shocking at times. That's- Beautiful. She yeah. was given to you guys as your parents for a reason because she you was. are, that you are, what everyone's striving to be and what we're going to be continuing to talk about in this show is just letting your kids be who they are. are. But sometimes as parents, it's hard to figure out what that space looks like. And listen, that was not an easy road for me because I grew up as... I just wanted the princess dresses. I wanted the pink Mm -hmm. room. I wanted the chandeliers and the everything. Mm -hmm. And I grew up on the campus of a tiny boarding school in Mm -hmm. New England. And my parents were super preppy. So it was kilts and cardigans and knee socks and mm-hmm. nothing like yeah. no princess dresses. Right. So the, when Bella was born, I was like, "This kid is going to have every princess dress yeah, she can wear you them every get. day." <laughs> and then I get Bella, and so for the first, you know, when she started giving me some pushback, I was like, "But come on, you <laughs> yeah. don't you want to mm-hmm. wear it?" Like I was pushing that agenda yeah. on her, and my husband was the one that was like, "Babe, it's it's not yeah. her. Like we got to let Bella lead the way." And so I kind of had to let that go and just be like, okay, yeah. this is what it's going to be. I, it's very refreshing to hear you say that um, because I've had a couple conversations with people and um, they were saying if their daughter woke up one day and wanted to dress like a boy, they would say, you're not allowed to. And if you're vice versa. And I said, well, what are you supposed to do in that? Like, how, what if, what if they're just, they just want, it's, they don't feel like themselves in, mm-hmm. in, um, girl clothes and they want to dress like boy. And they were like, well, then they're not leaving their house until they put on girls clothes. And I, um, Oh, that's so stifling. What do they think is going to happen? What good could possibly come well, out of that? I don't know. I don't know. Tap. And you know, some people feel so strongly about, they don't know until they're older and I feel the opposite. I feel like they, they know, know who they more. are when they're born oh, yeah. kind of. Totally. Um not kind of really. For sure. Um mm-hmm. and agreed. It's just it's an interesting conversation because some people are very adamant about that. They're like they will if they want to choose what they're going to be, they can choose when they're 18. Or- I have a niece I had who since she's 6 years old, I'm sorry to mean yeah, to cut no, no. you off, who plays hockey, boys on the boys team. By the way, my son plays hockey and there's Five girls on oh, his yeah. team, yeah. which is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, which I don't think would have been the case ten years ago. She mm-hmm. only wants to wear sport jerseys to school. Yeah, and he has four girls, so their jury's out on all of them. They, right. you know, but like they were all very princessy and dresses and dresses, and that's was what they were dressed in, and that's what they were exposed to as young. But she, I mean, she had an older brother, but she mm-hmm. was like, I'm not into it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. How could anybody question that? How could anybody tell a little girl? And it's not easy. You're not allowed to feel that way. I think, I I mean, honestly, I also think, though, there's this thing that, I mean, we do, and maybe it's a generational thing, and I think maybe we're doing it less than our parents did, but there's this thing that we immediately do where we take it to a place of sexuality. Like, does this mean mean that my daughter's a lesbian or my son is gay? Like, is that what that means? Mm -hmm. And I just 
in my own experience, I mean, obviously all the jury is completely out on all of this mm-hmm. still, but I'm like, no, it's a tiny child, like a yeah. two-year-old, a three-year-old. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about what makes them feel like themselves. Yeah. And if for a girl, it's a pair of, you know, track pants yeah. and like that, then that's what it is. Yeah. So the fact that a parent would have that reaction makes me think, well, then maybe they're thinking eight steps ahead and they're not comfortable with what that Well, means. yes. Totally. And I also think, totally. right? before we take a quick break and we'll continue this conversation, I also think that it's like this thing where like as adults, I feel like we're trying so hard later in life to find out who we are. Mm-hmm. But if we as parents could set our kids up from the beginning to have the freedom to figure that out without anything forced on them, mm-hmm. I mean, you're setting them up for less struggle in life really? and more of like a, a, a self-identity and self-worth yeah. and awareness that we're all busting our asses right now to figure out. Completely. So let's take a quick break and we're going to come back and continue this conversation. Have you ever wanted to upgrade your cookware line to the same pots, pans, and knives as world-famous chefs like Tom Colicchio, Grant Ackett, or Brooke Williamson, but just couldn't justify the investment? I know I've been there, and that's why I am so excited to tell you about this amazing cookware company called Made In. Yeah, so Made In is incredible. It's better tools equal better food. Made In spends so much time crafting their products, and you can tell, because they know better tools make better food. All their pots, pans, carbon steel, and chef's knives are made by the best cookware makers from the U.S. and France. We were just talking about how easier things are when there's a, you have a better knife. Oh, my God. So much easier. So much easier. And I've switched all of my cookware to stainless steel because of our guru, Dr. Organic Mommy, yep. like our health guru, and so that important. it's so much more better and important, so it makes me feel good. So quality is guaranteed with Made In and offers free shipping, free returns, 24-7 customer support, and a lifetime guarantee on all of their products. Yeah, so do what Jamie and I did. Step up your cooking game. Take your cooking to the next level right now. Go to madeincookware.com slash mama and use promo code mama for 15% off your first purchase, excluding kits. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com slash mama, promo code mama for 15% off your first purchase. Madeincookware.com slash mama, promo code mama. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. Um, I wanted to ask you because I feel like, you know, this is a sort of new thing that I'm thinking about, but obviously it's something you've been living with and thinking about for a while. So Mm -hmm. I have two boys. And I find that I bump heads a lot with my husband about the subjects of like, crying too much like don't cry and yes my husband is very in touch with his emotions he's a cancer he is more emotional than i he yeah, wants so to mine. talk about his feelings all the time and i'm like i don't have time like so it's funny to me that he as a father feels like he needs to bring them up like tough it out tough right. it out and i know that that was the way his father was with him yeah so I know where it's coming from, and a lot of the times we parent the way we were, and then we can stop ourselves and try and improve on mm-hmm. that. But, I mean, I want to tell Bo to stay true to his emotions, mm-hmm. and it's okay to cry, yes. and it's a, it's a very hard discussion that we have together about this. So this was – that's our second book, um, because Eleanor was obviously inspired by Bella, mm-hmm. but then – they wanted a second book, and so we were like, I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting because I don't have a natural, like, you know, lead-in for this. Mm-hmm. And so I was 
giving it a lot of thought, and I thought, let's tackle that idea of um, letting little boys have the freedom to be as emotive as we Mm -hmm. let little girls, right? Because we don't put those restrictions on our daughters. If they are emotional, we let them be emotional. Mm -hmm. Somewhere around four or five or six, I feel like the little boys start to get that message that they need to squash their emotions and be tough and suck it up and, you know, don't be a pussy. I'm not sure what kind of language we can use here. Yeah, you can use it all, And that's what this book is about. It's about letting little boys feel their feelings with pride because I really think, and this one I did do some research about, I, I think that when you look at all of the school shootings and violence that we have in the country, mm-hmm. and and sadly, most of it is is at the hands of, of young men who seem to be the type of kids that have completely been suppressed, yeah. right? That I think if we could change that early on and let our boys just feel mm-hmm. and be emotive and not squash it, I mean, it, there's such a climate of toxic masculinity and I know that's such a catchphrase right now no, but I think it's, it's a catchphrase true. for a reason and so that's exactly what this book is about it's about a little boy who loves to dance to and he and he cries and yeah. he gets angry what is it called he, again Harrison Dwight Ballerina and okay. you know too I find he struggles and I don't know if he picks this up from kids that have older siblings or it's just mm-hmm. like in general with school but like he used to watch Frozen all the time mm-hmm. and things like that. And then all of a sudden, one day when he was around four, he's like, that's for girls. Right. Mm. Um, I don't that's, know where that That's a girl color. So, this is a boy. And I kept saying, I don't understand what you mean, Bo. Mm-hmm. I like to wear blue. I was like, and sometimes daddy has shirts that, that are, are pink. pink. Yeah. I was like, you can like a color. There's no color assigned to boys or girls. And even to the point where my littlest was watching Moana. And he was like, why is Jack watching that? That's for girls. And I'm like, Bo, he's watching a girl, but it's not for girls. Right. It's a beautiful story, and he likes the music. Like, yeah. I don't, And it, it's – I don't know how to you're, talk about this with having a really doing hard it, time. What you're doing is the right thing you know because what? you're making that clarification. That I'm trying. You're, but you're my, combating what the messaging that he's getting outside I, of yes. your house. I actually had – an. Um, not a situation, but something happened this morning where, um, and I thought of this podcast, um, we were, my nanny came and we were all sitting up in the playroom and Daisy was playing with the kitchen, like with a mitt on her and she was playing with everything. And Milo wanted to play with it. And my nanny goes, um, something like, it's okay. Like you could play with the kitchen too. Like you're like boys are allowed or something. And I was like, I was like, okay, good. I'm glad she, glad she, picked up on the fact that there's no, you know, a, gr- a girl's not in the kitchen. But, right. but it, it struck me. I was like, oh, God, like, you know. But even that verbiage, like, boys are allowed. allowed. Like, I know. Yeah. But then I said, I said, um, I go, oh, this kitchen, it's not for a boy or a girl. A kitchen's for anyone. Right. Anyone. Even adults can play with this play kitchen. It's yeah. just for anyone to play with. So then I kind of, you know, 
turned her wording around. But yeah. she she got, you know, she had the right message. Yes. And I was happy that she wasn't like, Milo, why don't you go play with the truck while Daisy plays the kitchen? Right. Yeah. Um, so it made me happy. But also I changed, you know, yeah. the verbiage. But but it's it's, it's just, just crazy that though, that that's still even any kind of message that a kid would be getting in 2019. I know. That, but it's, it I mean, it's not, you're not going to fault I think, anyone. No. I mean, no. No, but not even the, that, but just the fact that even, like, there are so many parents. Like, it, you know, I, I come up against this when we're talking about these books and, you know, dads that are like, I'm not going to let my son have a dollhouse. Or my son really wanted Barbies and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, what? I, can I just say right now that my two nephews have a dollhouse and they are not girly. They are not, you know, putting dresses on every second just because you buy your son a dollhouse for imaginary play. Right. And it's so good for them. It does not mean they're going to turn into a girl later in life. They're not going to become gay later in life. Right. It is one thing doesn't have to do with the other. So when it's funny, when when we wrote these books, um, People kept asking us, what's the age range that mm. you were targeting here? Mm. And one of the things that um, my husband kept saying is, well, you know, yes, they're for some littler kids, but they're also for the parents reading the books. Yeah, because honestly, a lot of times the parents need this message more than the kids do. Yes. You know, Bella, honestly, I don't really know how much she needed this book. Bella knew what she wanted and she was going to take that track. But yeah. there are probably you know? a lot of kids that do need this book. And parents right, and parents. So I'm hoping like maybe because – it's a generational thing. I understand where your husband is coming from, right? I do too. It's like it's something ingrained in him. I have another very close friend who's dealing with a similar thing. He this is not a super masculine guy and yet he's struggling with his son's emotions. And, and he's finding himself wanting to be like toughen up, suck it up, you know? And I just want to say, I mean, if this, you know, it's not easy, I'm assuming, to be a parent and have your daughter want to do more masculine things mm-hmm. and having your son do more feminine things for me i'm just being completely honest it would it would take me by surprise it would shake me a little bit we're not saying like oh just be free like it just you know let's right. be let's be realistic it's going to be really hard for m- maybe not for maybe it wasn't for you but for me it would be yeah. for well, me it would yeah. be i would never but i i also look at my two boys and with bo sports was influenced on him because Cutter was playing baseball. So he was at a baseball field yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. So in his eyes, it was like all these men and locker rooms and sports. And that's probably a lot of the reason why who he, the way he is, like as far as just loving sports and mm-hmm. stuff. But he also is athletically gifted. But with Jack, um, I do. I truly don't feel like I influence at all. And the kid is just obsessed with trucks. Right. I suppose a boy yeah. would not, Bo never played with a car or truck. So I just, and I said to Cutter, I was like, look at the two of them. They are completely different. And while, yes, it's like boy things, the quote-unquote idea of what boy things are, they made different choices. So yeah. I wish that – my wish is that as generations continue, mm-hmm. like what we said, we're doing this hard work so that mm-hmm. it just becomes a natural thing of just a choice. There doesn't have to be a label right. yes. on just the outcome kids. of anything. Yes. It's funny. Whenever I put on my makeup, I open my drawer and my you know daughter's there. Like she gravitates towards makeup right mm-hmm. away. She's like putting makeup on. And – my son doesn't doesn't really do this anymore, but there was like a good like month and a half, two months where he wanted to put on all the makeup, and I'm there was one second where I was like, "Whoa, is he, does he?" And then that was one second, right. 
And then after, I was like, of course he wants to play with my makeup. Yeah. Why it's wouldn't cool. he? Face paint. Why yeah. wouldn't he? He's face painting. He's putting on colors. Totally. And I was like, and I caught myself. I was like, this thought that you're having shouldn't, should I, I'm recognizing mm-hmm. this thought, but I'm moving on. Yeah. Yes. Because, because, you know, it it is what it is. Like, yeah. Just because he was putting on my lipstick and on his forehead and on his lips and on his nose yeah. and putting trying to put on blush like why wouldn't they? I know. Why you wouldn't know, they? I it's read, so fun. I yeah. read something of there was a study about like exposure in ads, like mm-hmm. ad campaigns because if you think about it like the the ads our kids watch like when it's for Hot Wheels it's all sure. little boys around yes. and whatnot and mm. so they had this like little study of little kids and they switched the ads around and they noticed that later on when they would go into a room of toys, they felt more comfortable making choices. Wow. They didn't feel pressure to go Mm -hmm. to one side Mm -hmm. or of the room. And it didn't influence the preference necessarily, but it was almost just like they they were more likely to like a little girl could pick up a truck and and not feel like the little boys, like that's for boys. They they just had the freedom. Daisy... To be exposed that, like, this is for anyone. Yes. So Daisy hasn't ever seen commercials or anything or ads. And she, her favorite thing to do is pick up Hot Wheels and uh, go all over the house. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite thing to see. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And Well, and it's so funny, too, because anybody with two kids knows that your kid comes out the way they come out. Yeah. Like, I have two daughters, and they could not be more different. Mm -hmm. Um, Perrin is the girliest little girl I have ever met in my entire life. I mean, this child wears dresses every day Mm -hmm. and pink every day. And she's just pink, pink, pink. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of obscene. And I have this, I posted this picture not long ago. Um, We were in Burbank walking down the street and Bella was in her head-to-toe Spider-Man costume. And Perrin was in her pink Wonder Woman with like the cape flowing. And I was like, look at these two kids. Like they're so, they're two girls. And they're so different. You're so lucky. So it's, lucky. It's it's amazing to see, but that's just also us, like, again, learning from our eldest and sitting back and being like, let's just let them evolve. Mm-hmm. And think about play. it. That way, it's just that they're going to grow up with such greater self-esteem because of they can make choices because mm-hmm. I think a lot of time kids act out because they feel like they don't have a lot of choices and yeah, things, and which trapped. I totally yeah, get. Totally. So if the things about like how they can play is restricted or yeah. what they should be able to play with, I mean, that's, that's really stifling. Well, and also I think part of the reason that we kind of bristle a bit when our kids seem to gravitate towards something that isn't, you know, necessarily considered normal for their gender, mm-hmm. we also get fearful about what it's going to be like for them in school. Like what their what their peer Absolutely. group is, how they're going to react. And it's like, oh God, they're just going to get so much crap at school and it's going to be so hard for them. And we've been through that with Bella. Like mm-hmm. we've seen it even in kindergarten. It was like she, I remember her teachers called and they were like, listen, there are some little girls in her class that are not understanding her choices. Why are you wearing boy sneakers? But don't Why the, are you wearing, you know? Don't the teachers help in this situation? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sure, but they have to tell you Entirely. still in case they, she comes home and says something. Right, right, right. And they were, they were like, we're on it. We have got Bella's back. And at this point, it's funny because this is not, this isn't the case anymore. It's like this was, you know, four years ago. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how kids change. Yeah. Um, but at that and point, she was like, also. she was saying, yeah. no, I'm a boy. I want to be a boy. Yeah. Like that was something that she was saying. And these other little kids were like, no, you're not. You're a girl right. and you need to wear girl clothes. And her teachers were like, we have got her back on this. Whatever Good. Bella, yeah. like whatever she 
is feeling, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that she doesn't get right. You know. Yeah. And I think what it turned out to be was that these, you know, these are young kids that are also still they're figuring it out. Yeah. And so there was nothing malicious behind it. No. You know? But that's the thing is they could say that, but then they're also so easily taught. In Bo's mm-hmm. preschool, there was a little boy who the first two years was a boy mm-hmm. and then decided that he wanted to wear a long uh, Princess Elsa wig every day and wanted to wear dresses. And I think there might have been a week where a lot of the kids were confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the teachers and the school helped accept, no, this is just what so-and-so feels like wearing. It's what they like, like you mm-hmm. like wearing that. And then right. it was no problem. And kids yeah. are so accepting. Yeah. And I feel... Yeah. That's what we're talking about, being so lucky that we live in this place where we live, where, you know, I remember Bo's very first week of school. He said, why does so-and-so have two daddies or so-and-so have two mommies? I said, because they love each other and they wanted a baby, just like daddy and I. Okay. It can be as simple as that. And the earlier that we have these conversations and are exposed. (laughs) It is as simple as that. These books are for kids that you can have the girliest girl and she still should read this book. Yes. And you can have the manliest boy, boyish boy. I hate even saying that because that's not fair, but should read this book because yeah. the kids need to have their eyes open think- to all different types mm-hmm. of children mm-hmm. and everyone is allowed to feel and play the How way they, want, they to. want to. And mm-hmm. I think it's important for teachers to read this book, not for themselves. Like, you, yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it, a, a lot of what we're not hearing and seeing happens at school and yeah. that yes. could be really detrimental to when our kids come home and they're maybe embarrassed to tell their parents, you know, right. how they feel. So I think... Um, hopefully these teachers are, you know, not stuck in the 1920s and yeah, 30s. And I, Yeah, again, it's like we, we – I hate to admit that we live in a bubble, but we do yeah. completely. And I think that's what we were kind of hoping that these books would be helpful to people who live in areas, you know. Yeah, because let's be honest, these kids that are struggling in maybe these country, these states that we're labeling, right, sure. in middle America, yeah. like, hey, listen, if you're thinking it's straight up influence, this little boy had no influence or this little girl had no influence, right. but what your ideas of the right rules yes. are and are still trying to say that they feel differently. And I hope that people pay more and more attention yeah. to that. We're going to take another really quick break and then we're going to come back and talk I want us to all comment on um, a couple of things that I found some tips on how a parent can aid in this process mm-hmm. gently. So we'll be right back to talk more about that. Mucus Clear is a natural medicine that relieves congestion and helps clear excessive mucus and phlegm in the throat and lungs. I love saying phlegm and mucus. Let me tell you, it's fast acting <laughs> and effective. Well, let me tell you that this is a perfect timing uh, for me because... Jenna's got a lot of mucus. I think I have a sinus infection again. There we go. My third one of the year, and I'm really upset. So, Mucus Clear, please, please do your thing. You did... You cured me last time so i'm gonna i'm gonna lean on you you guys this is the best product they offer mucus clear junior and mucus clear junior nighttime for your little ones very important i have a stuffy boy all the time it's 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 just it's so nice to have something natural to put in our children and ourselves absolutely so native remedies is a cruelty free brand with no animal testing and all their products are free of added fillers such as gluten, artificial colors, flavors, and preservatives. So visit nativeremedies.com and use promo code MAMA SAID for 15% off and free shipping on your order. That's nativeremedies.com, promo code MAMA SAID. You're listening to MAMA SAID with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. 
Um, so I found this article in Forbes. Um, I found a ton of articles actually uh, about parenting and how to help aid in this process, which mm-hmm. is great because there is more, I think, available. But it's still like you can read these articles, but then you still have these questions of how to talk about it with your kids. So I think these books is definitely how to communicate with your kids. Mm-hmm. But as our job as parents goes beyond that, yeah. obviously. So um, one of the things they said was to make gender less important. So to even avoid saying boy or girl, meaning like good boy or like that's mm-hmm. my boy or that's my girl and just being like, you're such a great kid or like, yes, you know, like trying to just eliminate that completely. I, I mean, not, maybe not completely, but enough where it doesn't feel like something that's repetitive all the time. Here's an interesting little nugget about that. So Bella was reading a book last year for a book report in third grade. And when I read her book report, she kept switching the pronoun. It was like, he said this, she said that. And I was like, baby, is the main character a boy or a girl? And she was like, she's a boy. She's a a girl. I I don't know. And and of course, my immediate reaction was, you didn't really read it. You know, you didn't. (laughs) Like, what's going on here? You should know this. And then my my very best friend in the world was the one who pointed it out. And she, she was brilliant. She was like... This is Bella we're talking about. She doesn't see in yeah. gender. She just doesn't. Yeah. Bella and I was becomes like, president. God. I know, seriously. <laughs> we all hope Bella becomes president. She just doesn't see that way. Yeah. And I talked How to her beautiful. teacher about it, and she was like, I completely agree with you that that's what it is. Oh, I have chills. Yeah, it's really beautiful. So it, but it's, it, that's exactly what it yeah. speaks to. Yes, it's like, exactly. I mean, yes, we have some people that, that are like that, but I, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, another one was to point out to your children sexism in the world around them. Like, mm-hmm. allow them to recognize the stereotypes mm-hmm. and then talk right. about yes. the diff- because they're going to run into them. So if you're if you create this bubble for them that of this world, but then they step outside and go to school or go to other places where you're not there controlling it, yep. you need to have them be aware. We saw a book in a bookstore not long ago. We were in Hawaii, actually, and it said it was like um, construction-themed book for boys. I'm not even kidding. Oh, my God. Like, it actually designated the gender of who the book was for. Yeah. And Bella was like, you know, why did, what? Why does it say that? And that's exactly a perfect yeah. time to be like, yeah. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. that's not right. Yep. It's such a yeah. teaching that's moment. for anyone. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to recognize that toys do not have a gender, like we're saying, because people need to realize like toys teach skills. Like little dolls can teach you about nurturing and caring yeah. for another person and blocks and board games can teach about counting and social and spatial skills. And, you know, there was a Doll lot house, of... Dollhouse. Yeah. Imaginary play. Yeah. There was a lot of backlash um, at Target in 2015 because Target eliminated their blue that. and pink aisles. How amazing. They took down the signs that said boy toys and girl toys, which was incredible. And there was backlash was just, against I it. I remember reading that. That was right about crazy? the time when we were in the thick of all this. Wow. And thinking, that's amazing. That's, mm-hmm. ex- that's such a great step in the right direction because such if you are a boy and you want a Barbie... And you're at Target, yeah. and you look up, and it says "girl yeah. toys." That's yeah. immediately going to make you feel. Yep. I had wrong. no idea. That's yeah. so interesting, and yeah. I'm so happy that mm-hmm. Target right? recognized that. Yeah. Go Target. So Go Target. to follow in Target's footsteps, this is the next one: is protect your children from pink and blue as much as you can. Mm-hmm. So our brain, our brains always are plastic, right, and moldable. But especially as a child, in these critical, you know growing years. So think about all of the 
the stereotypes and attitudes that you're you don't even realize you're projecting onto them they they're it's such a dramatically shaped mm-hmm. developmental stage so i think you know t- taking your role in that and and trying to eliminate that mm-hmm. i can imagine can be so helpful i mean not every kid is like bella where cuz she can look at a sea of pink and be like not for me you know right. they could they could at 2 or 3 years old feel pressure well my little one I can already tell is more influenced by her friends. Like she's coming home from Mm -hmm. preschool at four and saying, so-and-so likes this, so I want to do this. Mm -hmm. Or so-and-so will really love my hair this way because she likes this. And my husband and I are like, oh, shit. Yeah. We have a more typical child on our hands here. And this is going to require more work. Mm -hmm. You know, it really is. Bella has never, ever been influenced by what her friends think. She doesn't give two shits. She really doesn't. lucky. Yeah. And we hope that that stays that way. For, uh, I mean, I really, I hope it's successful yeah. forever. Well, she's got the right team behind her. She, for it she too. does. We're definitely guys. backing her up. But with Perrin, it's like, okay, this is going to be, and now we're having to say, it doesn't matter what so and so thinks. What matters? Right. It matters what you I like, know. honey. Mm-hmm. If you, know. you know. And so it's Jen and I had that talk, I, right? Because Milo and Bo both yeah. would be like, "Is this cool?" Yeah. I'm and Milo oh, goes, "Is this dope? Like it? Is it? Will my teachers think I'm dope?" Oh. I'm like, "Oh my god, you're Neil." And I just keep trying to say, "Do you? Do you like it? Do you feel good in it?" I'm sorry, dope. Yeah. I know, how, how cute is, is that? that? He's, he's turning four. Oh, my God. He's like, I, I fe- I'm feeling really dope right now. I'm like, that's awesome, Milo. Oh, I love it. That's great. I love it so much. Um, okay, another one is don't erase gender, just the relevance. Mm-hmm. Because I think that can be confusing if you like you can erase it completely, but it's just it's just doesn't have to be such a big deal. I mean, right. like I said, there's tons of girls on Bo's hockey team, mm-hmm. you know, and I love that. He's stepping – and his very first baseball team had two girls on it. Yeah. Yep. And he said – he's like, why aren't they playing softball like you did, Mommy? I'm like, because they want to play baseball. Play baseball. Bells is playing And guess what? She got more right hits now. than you. Yeah. That's awesome. She's one of two girls on a team of 20 boys. Love it. And it's – yeah. But it's like – it's awesome. that, And this is new, too, that the school over Are the last them. few years because it was girls play basketball, boys do flag football – and now there were enough girls that were like, but I want to play yeah, flag yeah, football. And yeah. so they've opened it up. And, you know, only two girls in the entire fourth right. grade class decided to jump on board. But, you know, there's at least there's two. Yeah. You know what's and so she's going to play baseball with all the boys in the spring. I'm, so. just, I'm thinking about sports stuff. And there's been ch- male cheerleaders for a long time. A long time. But no one's thought that was weird. You know, like no one has ever. Because s- they needed somebody to lift, lift the girls. Exactly. <laughs> they needed the bottom of the pyramid. Right. And, I, and I've always been like, wow, that's so, so cool that like there is boy and girl. But, but, you know, it's like it's it's so interesting how people pick and choose what to what to really focus on mm-hmm. negatively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but, I, I well, do feel so much of it tracks back to people just being still afraid of you know their the, kids sexuality like said, literally, literally, yeah and they literally could have nothing to do it, with so the much other. of the time it actually has nothing to do, to do with, with it. it exactly but, and sometimes and even sometimes if it does, it does sometimes it doesn't who, who knows i mean truly the messaging we have been giving to our children from the word go is yeah. if you have a husband or a wife it's always like someday you might have a husband or a wife like it's we leave it yes. open yeah. or you might not have either or you might not have either you might have cats right yeah. like whatever I hope not just leave, I'm just I'm just leave it open it's, 50% of the couples that are our friends that are around my children are gay yeah yes well he has yeah. 
I think lots of women that are together that are about to get married mm-hmm. that did get married. We said we're at Emily and Brent's wedding. We're going to Rihanna and Morgan's wedding. Mm-hmm. We were in Uncle Lance and Michael's wedding. Like not a he and it doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't even red blip for not your even kids not because even. they have grown up as that just being mm-hmm. yeah. that's that's normal yeah. yeah it's just as normal as yeah. yeah yeah all right i'll quickly just run through the last 3 because we're going to make you do a shitty mommy ah <laughs> okay oh. but our last 3 is what we were saying was encourage boys and girls to play together because sometimes I feel like I can even see in the playground that they kind of split up. I think but, sometimes yeah. that's a natural I was thing, say, regardless I of... It is, but Bo's girlfriend is such a little badass, and she's always right in the game. She's like, I'll play swords with well, you. She loves right. Bo, that's this. why. Yeah, mm-hmm. but still, like no, she, yeah. hey, she could have been yeah. like, I'll sit back. Yeah. yeah. Um, let them express themselves, mm-hmm. obviously, but through these books, we'll show them how. Mm-hmm. And focus on your child as an individual. Yeah. Because that's the whole message here, right? Let let them be, be themselves. Themselves. Let yep. them be who they are. Let them figure out who they are and support them through that. Mm-hmm. So it's the best bef- thing we can do for our kids. It really is. Totally. So before we wrap this up, uh, this conversation, mm-hmm. will you again tell them the titles of the book yes. and then how they can find you on social media? Yes, I can. It's um, The first one was Eleanor Wyatt, Princess and Pirate. And the follow-up was Harrison Dwight, Ballerina and Knight. They are available everywhere you buy books. So if you like to go to the bookstore, you can get them at Barnes & Noble or they're on Amazon, everywhere. Great. And I am Girl McFarlane everywhere. Girl on Twitter, McFarlane. on Insta, wherever you want to find me. I'm awesome, Girl McFarlane. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we will be right back and make Girl McFarlane give us a <laughs> shitty mommy story. I'm so adding you on. right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you ever heard about this company making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles? They're crazy comfortable and get this, fully machine washable. Yeah, so Rothy's is my new favorite shoe. I have them in the leopard print. I, you love an I, animal print. I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> I took them to New York and I felt like I was walking on a cloud for like air. literally the entire day. Shoes are so vital to me because I wear the same shoes all the time because of comfort. And let me tell you, my Rothy's are heavily in my rotation. Yeah, they're amazing. So Rothy's are the perfect everyday shoe for life on the go. They're stylish, comfortable, and they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. They come in an ever-changing array of colors and they launch new colors and patterns every few weeks and they sell out constantly always always sold out which is such a good sign playful designs fun pots of colors one yahoo editor recently called them the most comfortable flats i've ever owned so we're not alone it will blow your mind it really will i'm telling you like rothy's has diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills landfills already shoes made of water bottles like what 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 more do you want in life so go to rothys.com r-o-t-h-y-s.com slash mama to get your new favorite flats comfort style and sustainability these are the shoes you've been waiting for head to rothys.com slash mama today we've all been there suffered through those times when we really needed something (laughs) a bigger tv to watch the game new tires in your car a tablet to keep track of your busy schedule an iPad for your kid to make them stop bothering you. Mm -hmm. But how many of you have got the kind of cash lying around to cover these expenses? That's why you need to check out Zebit. With Zebit, you can shop millions of products from your favorite brands and pay for them interest-free over time. So you simply choose a product you love and just pay a really small portion of the price at checkout. And the rest you pay over time at 0% interest. 
In addition to zero interest, Zebit has no cost to join, no late fees, and no membership freeze. So sign up for Zebit today at zebit.com slash mama and get up to $2,500 in credit to shop the Zebit marketplace at zero interest and zero cost to join. Yep, that's zebit.com slash mama for $2,500 of interest-free credit. Zebit.com slash mama. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we are back with Shitty Mommy. Our Shitty Mommy story uh, comes from Alex. Shitty Mommy! She says, Shitty Mommy moment. Last night, my son locked both the bathroom door and my bedroom door. (laughs) The key to the doors was in the bathroom. Instead of staying cool, calm, and collected, I lost it, screaming. A few curses may have come out. My son started crying, I miss daddy. (laughs) And I yelled, he's really mad too. Well, got the doors finally open after 10 minutes of yelling and screaming, and my son fell asleep crying, saying, I was just trying to keep the lava out so it wouldn't hurt us. I felt awful with the way I reacted. I mean, Alex, I'm sorry, but anything at nighttime is like, I don't care. No, I'll bet you're off. I I am probably my worst self at night. So I feel for her, and I probably would have acted the same way. Oh, absolutely. My kid actually, Milo, took Daisy into the bathroom and locked her, oh her the door two days ago. Yet. And instead, I went outside and said, open the shade. And I started filming them. Not for social media. I started filming them because I thought it was so funny. Because, oh look, I knew I was going to get them out of at course. some point. But Milo was crying. I mean, Neil was like, you're not putting this on Instagram. I was like, no, I'm not going to embarrass him. But yeah. he was crying. He was going... I'm never going to get out of here. <laughs> What's going to happen to me? Call 911. Oh, my well, God. Teachers are not the lock the this, I know. This was after 10 minutes of him being like, it's cool. Was he the door locker? He was the door oh, locker. I was, and then I, I was try, I was coaching him on how to unlock it. It was yeah. really hard. His palms were sweaty. and But it was so cute. He was like, call the fire. You're like a hostage negotiator. Yes, but I was also cracking up. That's incredible. Um, okay, your story. What is your story? Oh, my God. It's awful. This was actually this week. Um, and... Uh, Bella had a fish. I'm sure. You've, have you gotten a lot of fish? Not yet. Ones? Not yet. Yes, we're, we're due. We're gone. Um, really sweet fish. Ugh. His name was Simon, but Perrin called him Cinnamon. So we all started calling him Cinnamon. Cinnamon. So it's my, it's my job to take care of Cinnamon's bowl. And I'm an animal person. And so I was really, you know, particular about this. And um, my nanny the other day was like, do you want me to do it? Because, you know, we just gotten back and I was running around. And I was like, no, no, no I got this. Cinnamon, I, Cinnamon is my fish. Like, I can handle it. And um, so I changed his water, and I, I put him back in the bowl, and I put him in the room, and then it was um, time for bed. And I walked in, and Cinnamon was just floating there. Wait, why? And Bella was like, Mommy, what's wrong with Cinnamon? And I was like, oh, God, Cinnamon, Cinnamon died. And, of course, she burst into tears. And then it dawned on me that I didn't put the drops in the water, so I put the fish in tap water oh, instead shit. of putting in the treatment drops that make the water have bacteria breathable yeah. for the f-ing fish and so bella was is it in sobbing i don't know i mean i, I did mean, it, it at like pretty two and at too. seven the fish is dead and bella is inconsolable right she's oh, absolutely bella. devastated and i look at spencer and i'm hugging her and i go it's my fault like i mouth I'm like, yeah it's my fault i did it and then I burst into tears. I am literally sobbing. And my husband is hugging us and he's going, 
it's a fish. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand. And so I finally calm her down, put her to bed, and I get into bed, and the guilt is oh, massive. No. I'm Wait, literally like, get her a new fish? I fucking killed the fish. No, not yet. I'm like, I, I, can't, I did this, and I'm, I'm like, this is going to really shed light on me as a person. At like 2 in the morning, I couldn't sleep, so I was on like a I killed the fish support group. No. Online. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was like people that were like, I can't believe I did this. Wait, like, I know. I, no, 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 it's out I there. I would horrify you <laughs> with what I did with my kid's fish. Okay. What? He had three fish that Ever since we put them in his room and we got like the dope tank with the black light. See, yeah. you say dope too. Yeah, the I dope do. tank. Uh, he had nightmares. So I was convinced that this fish had like bad energy. Oh, I yeah. saged it. Everything didn't matter. And these fish were so f-ing annoying. Like it just was get, like changing the whole thing every oh, I time. Know. It was I, just yeah. a lot. And I was pregnant one. and it was just a lot. So two of them died in one of my transfers of cleaning. Clean, I had to clean the whole thing and then put the drops right. and whatever. And two of them died in my transfer because I clearly am not uh, gifted in that. <laughs> you don't arena. have a fish thumb. I don't have like a no, fish thumb. I'm not gentle enough. <laughs> and then the last one standing um, and uh, – my husband was like, I Poor need guy. to get rid of this thing. So Bo was very into Finding Nemo at the time. So he's like, let's flush him to the ocean. <gasps> and oh he throws it into the toilet. But I have men in my house. And there was piss <gasps> in the toilet. So oh, before I – like, but he put God. it in to tell me. And before I could even flush it to see that he was – he already died in the piss. <gasps> so – and you were happy. Piss kills fish. <laughs> I mean, what, Jamie, what did we Jamie learn from this? I mean, it was like a, it was like a stealth operation because oh, we were trying to hide. The God. We learned boys flush the toilet. There was like you should if you saw the amount of adults running around my house trying to distract him so that he wouldn't that see that. That is incredible. It oh my God. Oh, I still but haven't owned it. I haven't owned it, came, Bella. I like, thought yours was going to be way worse. Oh God, this just I, felt horrific because the child was sweet. devastated, and it was literally because I'm a Type A multitasker to the nth right. degree. Yeah, and I literally had so. So many things going at once and I was in that like I'm, I'm doing it today I'm clicking right. I got this and I fucking killed the fish oh. I, I, I'm not getting another one I can't I, I personally very hard to can't around. handle the pressure no because the guilt okay I won't get one <laughs> Never don't get don't a fish. Get a, I'm not I'm not don't one. get a fish. Don't. Yeah. We got plastic fish. She has um. We got her like a jellyfish. Perfect. Oh, plastic so jellyfish perfect. tank. They never perfect. die. Rachel, thank you so much for um birthing Bella. Our oh, hero, you're <laughs> for writing these two incredible books and most importantly for being here with us and encouraging us to have this conversation, to put this out there um, because it's important for any parent to do. I mean, not even if you feel like your child falls into, mm-hmm. you know, these questionable, you know, situations that you feel are confusing for you as yeah. a parent. This is just for every kid to mm-hmm. read, to learn to be more accepting to raise better humans and we're very grateful that you are here with thank us. You so thank, thank you guys for coming. Really fun. And we are going to leave you with a mama said. Remember, mama said, being a mother is learning about strengths you didn't know you had and dealing with fears you never knew existed. So best of luck and we've got you back. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. 